How to Free Your Mind and Find Yourself Again by Ayon Farvar Having a free mind is not about being open to all ideas and beliefs. It's about liberating your mind from ideas and beliefs that numb you, disorient you, and disconnect you from yourself. Hi, this is Ayon Farvar. I'm glad you're here. This channel is about self-realization and honoring our life purpose and meaning. If you're interested in these topics, please subscribe to stay connected. Your support is the foundation of this channel and encourages me to create more content in the future. Today, we want to focus on what it means to have a free mind and how you can reclaim ownership of your mind. Your mind directs your life because it's the processing agent of your consciousness which creates your emotions and beliefs and affects your choices in life. If you want to understand where your emotions and beliefs come from, you need to understand how your mind operates. This presentation invites you to become curious about your mind and how it works. More specifically, we cover the following topics. Recognizing how our mind operates. Understanding how our attention affects our mind. Life-denying and life-affirming attention. Noticing the mind virus and the directionality of our attention. Recognizing the operational modes of our mind. Hive mind, disoriented mind, and entangled mind. And knowing what it means to have a free mind. Let's go over these. Recognizing how our mind operates. Our mind is the processing agent of our consciousness. It processes every content we pay attention to, both consciously and subconsciously. We have no control over how our mind processes the content it receives, but we do have significant control over what that content is. In a way, the operation of our mind is similar to the operation of our digestive system. When it comes to our digestive system, we don't really have much control over how that system processes the food we eat. But we do have significant control over the types of food we choose to eat. If we choose balanced and nutritious food, our digestive system empowers our body, keeping it free from illnesses. In contrast, if we choose to eat non-nutritious food, our digestive system has no choice but to process that, becomes burdened by it, and can no longer nourish or empower our body. The same is true for our mind. If we choose to give our attention to positive and life-affirming contents, our mind empowers and nourishes us. But if we otherwise choose to give our attention to negative or life-denying contents, our mind gets infected by them and can no longer serve us well. Understanding how our attention affects our mind. 
life-denying and life-affirming attention. Every content you pay attention to is the food you choose to feed your mind. There are two types of contents you can pay attention to in every moment. These are life-denying and life-affirming contents. Life-denying contents are those that numb you, disorient or disempower you, and disconnect you from yourself. These include mind-numbing contents and any negatively charged emotions and beliefs you have toward yourself, others, or the world. Life-denying contents drain your life energy and detach you from your true nature. You can notice the effects of life-denying contents by checking how drained you feel after being exposed to them. In contrast, life-affirming contents are those that make you feel inspired and curious about yourself and your life. When you pay attention to life-affirming contents, you feel a sense of clarity, positivity, inspiration, imagination, and creativity in you. The key takeaway here is to realize that what you give your attention to has a quality and affects your mind, either in a negative or positive way. What you are listening to right now is an example of life-affirming content. Noticing the mind virus and the directionality of our attention. So far, we saw how our mind can be affected by the information content it receives. When this content is negative, mind-numbing, or emotionally charged, our mind gets possessed by it, like being plugged in to a matrix of information or being infected by a mind virus. For example, if I binge on random news or content online, my mind becomes cluttered and disoriented, as if it's been infected by that content without me noticing that. The idea of mind virus has relevance to what is in Native American wisdom tradition known as vetico, which is a psycho-spiritual disease of the soul that operates on our subconscious mind and can possess it. If you're interested to know more about mind virus, check out the description below for a book reference on this topic. What gives the mind virus its access to our mind is our attention. Because we have a choice in what we give our attention to, we do have some control over how much the mind virus can influence our mind. The fact that our consciousness has directionality and how we choose to direct it ultimately determines the operational mode of our mind. Recognizing the operational modes of our mind Hive mind, disoriented mind, and entangled mind As mentioned, the content we pay attention to and the emotions or beliefs they evoke in us affect how our mind operates. For example, if I pay attention to random content, my mind soon becomes numb and disoriented. Similarly, if I'm too preoccupied with my own emotions or beliefs, my mind gradually becomes entangled and consumed by them. 
When not free, our mind usually operates like a hive mind, a disoriented mind, or an entangled mind. It'd be useful here to briefly explain these operational modes of the mind. A hive mind A hive mind is a mind that is possessed by and operates in full service of a collective goal or belief. Ants, termites, and bees are good examples of hive-minded species. For a hive mind, any notion of uniqueness, individuality, or authenticity has no meaning, because a hive mind is programmed to serve the collective goals of the group or colony, without any sense of selfhood or desire for personal expression. Collective ideas and beliefs are an essential part of our human experience. They connect us and help us live in greater harmony with each other. Celebrating our culture, our community, our family and ancestral heritage makes our life more colorful and gives us a sense of value and belonging. But not all collective ideas and beliefs are as life-affirming especially when they disallow authentic expressions of our individuality. Examples are ideas and beliefs that require unconditional submission to a set of non-negotiable dogmatic views, like a cult belief system. In such instances, collective ideas and beliefs are no longer life-affirming, as they call the mind to operate as a hive mind and in full service of the collective leaving no room for honoring individuality. A disoriented mind A disoriented mind is a mind that is plugged in to a set of random, mind-numbing or confusing ideas. As mentioned, our mind is designed to process every content it receives and tries to understand it or give it a tangible meaning. For example, If I expose my mind to random or mind-numbing contents out there, like binging on random news or social media content, my mind still tries to do its job to understand and find meaning in what I see. But because of the random and mind-numbing nature of the content itself, my mind inevitably becomes numb and disoriented by it. An Entangled Mind An entangled mind is a mind that is preoccupied and entangled by a set of personal ideas and beliefs. For example, if I strongly believe no one deserves to be trusted, this belief limits my ability to connect with people in a genuine or authentic way because my mind is entangled by that belief. Our mind can become entangled either psychologically or intellectually A psychologically entangled mind is a mind that holds emotionally charged beliefs about one's own self, others, or life as a whole. The source of these beliefs are usually psychological. For example, if I have a self-critical view about myself, like hating the way I look or believing I've been a failure, my mind remains entangled in this self-critical view and don't let me trust or believe in myself. Even if deep inside, I feel I have done enough to deserve that trust.
An intellectually entangled mind is a mind that holds a set of rigid, intellectual or rational beliefs. Our intellect is a gift because it helps us analyze, rationalize, and structure complex ideas and concepts. But when we over-identify with it, our intellect can take over our mind. This is not ideal because not everything we experience in life can be understood intellectually or rationally. For example, if I have a highly scientific, intellectual, and rational view of reality, but happen to have a direct, mystical, or psychic experience, my rational mind may try to reject that experience or explain it away, potentially leading to psychological issues. When we over-identify with our intellect or rationality, our mind becomes entangled by it and loses its ability to process and come to terms with higher-order human experiences, such as psychedelic, mystical, and shamanic experiences. Knowing what it means to have a free mind So far, we explained how the mind operates and what causes our mind to be entangled, disoriented, and therefore not really free. But what does it mean to have a free mind? A free mind is an authentic mind, a mind that is independent, aware, and assertive. When you have a free mind, your emotions and beliefs become authentic and represent you and your true nature. Because of the authenticity of your emotions and beliefs, trusting yourself and what you feel or intuitively know comes naturally, as if your heart and mind are connected and work in perfect harmony with each other. Your mind can never be truly free without being connected to your heart. This is because your heart is the spiritual center of your being and has higher awareness about you and your life than your mind could ever have. The idea of the heart as the spiritual center of our being is the foundation of many mystical and ancient wisdom traditions, including shamanism, Sufism, and so on. We can notice the presence of our heart in our most difficult periods in life, especially when our mind is overwhelmed and out of commission. It is in such periods that we notice our gut feeling, which is nothing but the intuitive wisdom of our spiritual heart. This happens because our spiritual heart has a higher order of consciousness and is immune from all outside conditions and influences, no matter what they may be. So our mind can only become truly free and authentic when it's connected to and operates in service of our heart. Without such connection, the mind is destined to become psychologically or intellectually entangled, or worse, become disoriented or operate like a hive mind. Only the higher consciousness and intuitive wisdom of the heart can help the mind remain centered, aware and assertive in navigating life, irrespective of what life may bring. In closing, I want to leave you with the following takeaways. Remember that your mind is the processing agent of your consciousness 
and has to react to whatever you pay attention to. So be selective about the content you choose to direct your attention to. If you have daily habits, check how you feel after each one of them. Minimize or let go of any habit that numbs you, disorients you, or drains your life energy. If you notice your mind is preoccupied and tangled with negative emotions or critical views toward yourself or others, consider doing some inner works to understand these emotions and views so you can liberate your mind from them. If you live your life based on a set of philosophical or intellectual beliefs, check whether these beliefs inspire you and call you to be genuine and authentic. Be open to challenge them if you notice they limit your personal or spiritual growth or block you from seeing the reason you came to this life. Remember that your life is meant to be an expression of your authenticity and individuality, and your heart and mind are meant to be in service of that expression. So make efforts to direct your attention to life-affirming contents that inspire you, awaken the best in you, and call you to manifest your most meaningful life, the one life you came here to live. If you have found this presentation inspiring, please like and share it with your like-minded friends. Please subscribe to my channel and share your thoughts and comments. For more information about myself and my life mentorship practice, please find my bio link in the description below. Blessings.